No, watch the podcast. Okay, here we go. It's the Formula One Pirelli Grand Prix Premio Espana 2022. Get your paellas ready. We're racing. Pull start. something first what's that paul paul has to be on the naughty step because he wasn't recording and cody caught it in the nick of time so paul go get on the naughty step and you're doing the podcast from there that's good fully okay thank you (laughs) take it away cody all right everybody welcome to another edition of the f1 side pod where we're we're cool boys who talk about fast cars uh i'm cody i'm noah and i'm paul so the uh spanish grand prix Probably mm-hmm. one of the best races of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll I, go ahead and go through so positions. Much, so much fun. We've got Verstappen P1, Perez P2, Russell P3, Sainz P4, Hamilton P5. So a lot we all got wrong in our predictions, oh, yeah. as always. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, but uh, most interestingly out of the top five is the fact that uh, Leclerc's not in it. Like yeah. he had, um, you know, I know it's a little bit later in the race, uh, but that it happened, but he, you know, he had power loss that pulled him out of the race uh was super strong beforehand definitely i think was his race and car messes up he's out that happened red bull before so you know what are you gonna do it's happened to nearly everybody this year at least once so well and it seems like everybody uh, which i it's i guess normal for a race but everybody in the top five had their own struggles Mm -hmm. in one way or another you know uh verstappen his drs was broken you know, off and on most of the race. Uh, I guess Perez had the least struggle. Nothing. But, right. you know, he, he did the teammate move and moved out of Verstappen's way, even though he's probably going to pass him anyways. Perez has just been amazing this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he was showing it at the end of last season, like how he can be a good teammate, but it's he's really good teammate this. and super strong. And driver. good driver, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Russell had to defend red bulls all day long uh which obviously he didn't finish the job because they were one and two but he did a hell of a job while he was doing it uh that's kind of the the problem when you're defending really strong at at lap like 22 is that you're lap 22 and you got 44 laps right so it's super awesome to see but you know, defending like that that early it's not a good sign for you but he did he that's a a good race yeah. Uh, signs got blown off the track by the same winds that got Verstappen kind of early on, mm-hmm. and that pushed him but, back really far. But, and then Hamilton had that come together with um, Magnuson. Magnuson. What was that? That was like set first lap. Wasn't that it? was it was pretty early. Yeah. So first, uh, first lap. First yeah. lap. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Magnuson and uh, Hamilton made contact. Uh, Hamilton almost threw in the towel there. He he like got on the radio and said like just save the engine, and then they had to kind of. T- mm-hmm. There we yeah. go. Oh there yeah. He is. They had to talk him back into the race. Basically, said yeah. P8's better than saving Nothing. the engine. Like, yeah, but it's so. Uh, my, I can't. My, I I honestly just cannot believe that that was even. Yeah, that he actually said that. So it's like, well, I'm at the bottom. Let's just call it a day and save the engine. I like, think that it's was weird the most defeatist re- energy. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing to hear. It's bananas, and I think that for someone who's like a, if you're like a fan of Lewis Hamilton and stuff, then that's got to be bad. That's got to be kind of disheartening to hear that like. 
just to throw in the towel like that at, at lap one, there's 66 laps left of this right. race. And look what he did with it by the team not and letting him retire the car. They're like, no, had, let's keep going. He's even had situations like that earlier like with, in the season. Well, like, even last year with Brazil. And made up tons of ground. He started like, right. P20, had a sprint race, got up to P10, and ended up P1. I think it seems, I think it just kind of is indicative of his headspace right now, but like, yeah, he's not maybe, in a good spot. Yeah. Maybe this race kind of does a lot for him in that regard, but like, yeah, what a bummer and what kind of a like defeatist, defeatist attitude, attitude yeah. for the first lap. Yeah, but um, came back and I think it shows that Mercedes upgrades that they brought are doing a lot for him. I mean, Russell's been up there, he hasn't finished below P5 all year, but the fact that, I mean, Hamilton probably would have been P six if Leclerc wouldn't have gone yeah, out. And they but just they just upgraded their car. So to me, it's like, don't you want like I would think you you'd want to be out on the track yeah. trying it, even if you knew you weren't competitive, like in See like a winning do. winning position for that race. Just at least getting the handle handle yeah. on the new car with all your upgrades and stuff. Like, it just seemed like a real bummer. But he still okay. finished really strong. So yeah, you know, poor yeah. K Mag though. Yeah, like he did. Yeah, and I think that got him. Yeah, where K Mag finished, you know, maybe he had more damage because he did go into the rocks, and you know, the contact was probably a little harsher on his side. But right. the fact that he finished one below last after all the DNFs, and Hamilton ended up P five, I think it shows not only the difference in the cars, but the difference in the drivers. You know, once Hamilton decided not to give up, uh, right? And but, but yeah, it is a bummer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's Gunter. Gunter, sorry, not Gunter. Yeah, that's a hostile American. Gunter. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's rough for because you know Haas. We'll, we'll talk about it real quick. Is Haas didn't bring any upgrades while everybody else brought, for the most part, a ton of upgrades to this race yeah. to their cars. This Haas big, didn't bring any. They're two months about away from bringing a big package of upgrades. Yeah, what are they saying? Like the uh, French, the French Grand Prix, which is my late favorite, July. one of my favorite tracks. Mm. I don't love it as much, but. I like I'm, it on I'm the game. I'm excited for any race. It's my favorite track to race of <laughs> yeah. the game. Uh, but, they, you know, but they're not expecting it to be all that bad. And honestly, if you look at qualifying, Mick made it into Q3 for the first time ever in his career. And Magnuson's right there, finished P8 in qualifying. So it doesn't really look like they're hurting. It's just they kind of got unlucky. And I think they struggle with strategy sometimes. I think they, yeah. And I think it's it's kind of indicative of their, like, they they seem to think, Right now, especially, they seem to think kind of long-term on stuff. I mean, they kind of got out ahead of a lot of people uh, this season by, by focusing on, like, um, the new changes coming this season way before a lot of other teams. Yeah. And, then, you know, they seem to be looking ahead, like, two months down the road. You know, we've got a huge package of upgrades coming in, but we're going to deal with what we've got so far. And I think that, you know, that... I, I think that's fine. I, I love watching them this year. I think both drivers are strong. I think not a good week for them at all, um, but still, you know, I think they're going to have a good season by the end of it. I think you know it's still just race six, still still very early. Um, yeah, but they've got a lot a lot of ground to yeah. Cover. Well, who it turned out to be a good weekend for, and it didn't always look like this, is Max Verstappen. Oh, so yeah. he was behind Russell for a while. Uh. Oh, there we go. Dutch. Again. Again. Mm-hmm. a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah. Um, all the enthusiasm I can muster. Yeah, just about. Uh, <laughs> it was know, funny the first week it happened. Now it's just... Yeah, now everybody hates it. Now it's just lame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, 
his DRS flap, I don't know what the issue was. I don't know that they fully know what the issue was. I did but see like it was they, just not opening what, all the it, time. Well, and I noticed during the race because they said it over the comms was uh uh, hit it after you hit after you curb the car because I noticed like they were all kind of just how the racing line was was uh, the, like the DRS line was as they were hitting the curb so I don't know if it was some like electrical issue or something mm-hmm. that like the curb was jostling it when they were trying to push the DRS button so they had a problem with the actuator on his DRS uh, control whatever that is the uh, they had the a problem with, yeah. Um, they were having a problem with that during qualifying and replaced it. And I'm yeah, guessing it's just that part in general that they're having an issue with. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, that, but I think that, uh, you know, I mean, it, it sucks. You could tell he was struggling trying to get out from behind Russell without using DRS, mm-hmm. which I think shows why it's so important to have DRS. Um, but they essentially had to morph their strategy you know where Haas struggles with strategy Red Bull's pretty good at it and they had to morph their strategy around the fact that Verstappen may or may not have DRS so they pitted him before Russell right and put him on softs to try to undercut so to make up the ground you know on softs going faster than Russell so that when he pits he would be ahead of him on mm-hmm. the way out and, and, it and it worked like a charm yep yeah basically just trying to give him enough speed and distance that whenever you know Russell pitted he could get out yeah, and, and I think yeah. I think by the time Russell pitted, Verstappen had already caught up all the time he mm-hmm. lost. Mm-hmm. So he was right behind him when he went into the pits, and so that's yeah, that, I mean it was a good undercut for sure. That puts you so far ahead, and and then you know he was catching up to Perez anyways, but Perez also did the teammate move and moved out of his way. Good guy, oh, good guy. That's Perez. basically their their undercut strategy is very old school, like pre DRS racing, like yeah. how to get out in front of someone who's been defending you so hard all day. So that was really cool to see, and like, you know, he's the driver to pull it off. So that yeah, was very exciting. Um, and then, uh, you know, Hamilton, we talked about his come up, but he was, uh, I mean, he was there to have P four, mm-hmm. but. Uh, apparently Mercedes didn't put enough gas in the car. Like a bunch of wankers. Right. They land, <laughs> they ran low, uh, lower fuel on the car this race, which basically put them in the position where, you know, I don't think they expected to be pushing as hard as they were. And they uh, ended up at the very end of the race. They were having to pull their drivers back. You saw like uh, George Russell, who uh, ended up in third place. He was losing a lot of time and a lot of ground, even though he had a ton of distance between him and uh, Carlos Sainz, he was losing a lot of ground on him because uh, he, he had to keep. You have to keep a liter of fuel for testing after the race, and he they were starting to get dangerously close to that. Lewis Hamilton at the time was fighting off Carlos Sainz and did not have enough fuel to even convert, do the, con, uh, Yeah, conserving fuel. Yeah, basically yeah. had to just let him pass because they were uh, they just run out of fuel, just couldn't do it. Yeah. So, which is nuts. But you know that aside, and that oh, just, I, I would like to say I'm. Uh, from what I saw, not one set of headsets was injured in that That's event. Good. We like right. to hear that. He did see a real mean. I mean, he mean looked like he wanted from, uh, to Total murder Wolf, some the, headsets, uh, team but yeah, did yeah. not happen. He wanted to hurt his headset, but he, he must have he been resisted. getting some counseling. They had his hands. The they had his hands tied under the desk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's tra- he was, that's why he had such a serious face. He's like sitting there trying to like pick the lock of the hand. Just yeah. so get out of it. Get his hands on some of those headsets. I could just grab a hand headset right now. I'm gonna fix this problem real quick. Yeah. Uh, well, somebody else who who scored points, who I I thought would potentially do better this week, but 
had some extenuating circumstances. Uh, oh, Lando Norris, Norris. Mm-hmm. had a pretty good race. They had said all race that he had hay fever. Um, and it has basically just come out that he was diagnosed with tonsillitis after Which this Which is race. not hay fever. Yeesh. Well, but I don't know that it's exclusive. Uh, he may have had tonsillitis Both. and yeah. hay fever. Mm-hmm. And that is sounds like hell to be driving in a super hot car for two hours while you've got tonsillitis and hay fever and trying to focus. I'm not an expert on this, but my my thought has always been that when you have tonsillitis, all you're capable of doing is laying on the couch and eating ice cream. See, that, yeah. I was going to say that too, eating ice cream. So to do anything that's off the couch and not eating ice cream is very impressive. And yeah. he raced a dang Formula One race where he ended up in eighth place. So. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty so cool. Good job. Uh, all the applause to Lando Norris for that. Uh, probably not the oh, spot sorry. that yeah, yeah that. that McLaren originally wanted, but hell of a race for somebody who should be on the couch eating ice cream. Right. <laughs> and, and, and probably playing his F1 sim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watch him on his iRacing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while. He's a he's funny. Uh, one other one other headline that came out. Uh, George Russell said, um, "This is the start of our season." I think that's well, which not is, unfair. It's scary. You're kind a, of. you're a few races late there, old Georgie boy. Yeah, I don't know if they can catch up, but if they can, I, it makes it scary. But at least it makes the races more interesting because it's a three team race at the top. As far as points go, they 100 percent can catch up. As far as like where the teams stand as far as like how strong they are in front of them you mean yeah how strong their cars in front of them that's gonna be a huge mountain to climb but as far as you know just in terms of points they definitely can make up the points but yeah the well I don't, I don't think they can if these guys how many races pushing. total are there i know 22. but i know but i'm just saying like if ferrari and red bull keep up their pace i don't think mercedes well, that's is, what that's i think my, that's what he's that's saying. my point oh, I, basically as far as points go plenty of room oh yeah 100%. to catch up as far as like how far ahead the other teams are from them that's yeah what you're, I, I think what you're I'm saying. I'm sorry. I was I was hearing. I wasn't listening yeah. as you were talking. <laughs> we'll I talk just about. Heard we'll you talk, talk about and that. I was after thinking what I wanted to say next. Yeah. Which yeah, that what, which is uh, that's healthy. That's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I think course. I think what, what you're trying to say basically is the other teams aren't just stopping development to let them catch up. Right. So, but they made a huge jump. Yeah. Like they made a huge jump in competitiveness. Um, but I mean, this was their big. This was I think their big set of upgrades. So I mean, uh, yeah. their biggest their biggest set of upgrades put them. I mean, you know, if Leclerc would have finished as still the third fastest car, probably. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's. I think, and I said it during the race. The biggest boon that Mercedes has had is both of their cars have finished every race, and so they're getting more points. You know, well, I don't know exactly. I haven't looked at the numbers, but they're probably getting. They're averaging. Probably it's, more points because both cars are finishing, but they're st- they're but pretty they're not far finishing behind. as high, right? So it's kind of the give and take and and both sides of it. But um, still, I, I mean, you know, anything can they, happen, and at least it makes it more interesting at the top. And constructors, they're still in third with 120, and then we got Ferrari and uh, second with 169, and Red Bull in first with 195. I think this is the current standings. Uh, sounds post- like it. Yeah, yeah it Spanish. Is. Yeah. So yeah, it is. Yes. So they're still in third place on constructors. So they're yeah, but yeah. it's a I think it's a pretty far third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
But they have performed really strong as a team. With Ru- George Russell has performed very strong. Yes. That's a fair point to make, and I'll allow it. All right. Yeah. So who's our Mercedes the number one driver? So normally we do a driver of the day or weekend warrior. I'd say we do today, week start the weekend warrior. Thing. Today we're starting a new thing. Paul, tell us all about it. If it's a hard concept to get your wrap your head around, so just tell everybody is weekend warrior is our new thing. Yeah. Other than not it's, driver of the day, weekend warrior. It's not a real hard concept. It's just who who which driver you thought did show did really well over the weekend not so for, much the practice it's just like through qualifying and race for if it's all a, three days if it's a sprint weekend i mean well let's include the sprint qualifying sprint and race i don't expect us to catch all three we're practices saying, we're just saying who had the best weekend yes yeah. okay right not i think i can not lando I norris can, he got sick right <laughs> i think i can wrap my head around this concept and give you an idea of what i think for right. a weekend warrior. All right, so let's try it. Let's take the training wheels and leave them on. Just try okay. it. Okay. What's the intro to weekend warrior going to sound like? A, bo- a warrior. Freedom! That sounds like a warrior. Yep. So I think that can be it. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right, Paul, since this is your idea, your crazy harebrained scheme, uh, who's your weekend warrior? Uh, Schumacher. Interesting. And it's more, it's more for uh, his getting into Q3 and qualifying. He did really well in qualifying. And, I mean, he didn't get into the points. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I'm saying Weekend Warrior because this is a first for him. It's his second season, and he's never made it to Q3 in qualifying. That's why I'm going for the, him as Weekend Warrior. Mm-hmm. So, I see that. I see that, and if he would have scored points, if, uh, yeah, if I he probably would have been right with you. Gotcha. Yeah, but I've got to give it to George Russell. Mm. He outqualified Perez in qualifying, a car mm. faster than them, and he defended like a monster that entire race. He got he kind of got okay, outstrategied yeah. and honestly didn't have enough fuel in his car. That not his fault. Um. Finished on the podium, and I was just, I was impressed by his, his racing. I mean, he held off Verstappen and Perez for long periods of time, really. I mean, you know, Perez finally got around him, and Verstappen didn't have DRS, but I think he just did a good job maneuvering himself, and, uh, you know, P4 to P3, you know, good qualifying and good race. So weekend warriors, a real so trying to think of like the whole weekend, it's it's tricky because I think that it it makes me lean towards completely different drivers. Oh, you thinking Lewis way. Hamilton? Noah? No, 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 no. But it's definitely making me gravitate towards different picks here. But I think my I, I was kind of leaning the same way Cody is. I think George Russell, like he had a super great qualifying, showing off how yeah, Mercedes uh, car. Uh, her new car upgrades perform, I'll, and he had a really good race. Um, I'll take that. I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. On okay, George Russell is our weekend warrior because they have to have like a good weekend. They can't just have good qualifying, good pra- or good know. practice, or good race. I know that's I, I I just I just really thought it was cool that Schumacher got that. I think first Q three, but you're right. It should be the whole weekend, not just that 
one yeah. moment. Right. Maybe maybe we'll talk about him a little bit later. Schumacher Wink. had a great Saturday. He did not have a great Sunday. Right. He yeah. had a great Saturday. Yes. So. All right. So the first or second, depending on if last week counted, weekend warrior is George Russell of Mercedes. George congratulations, George. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations, George guy. Boy. Okay, this is our new, when we award it, we're just going to say, congratulations, guy. <laughs> All right. I love it. Okay. Let's go to break. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> So once again, we don't have any sponsors, and I know we were really thinking this time was going to be the time. I, I was mean, sitting it's by the episode phone. eight. By I the know. way, our emails are open if you have Is anything it you want to sponsor. Eight? Is it's that ep- true? Yeah. Um. Yeah, my email's wide open, and I'm sitting in front of it 24 hours a day, and I'm sitting by the phone looking at it and st- waiting patiently. And I really thought this week was going to be the call, but we don't have any ads this week, other than. Our weekly segment, which is our super targeted ad break. Right. So we have a lead this week, and that is going to be... I found a lead. Uh, <laughs> I, I work with this guy. His okay. name's Ben Branscombe. Ben Branscombe. He, he really likes the racing. He's at, he actually eye races mm-hmm. quite often. Wow. He's, he's done a few Ooh. big races. And Real quick, what's his home address? Can you just put that out okay, on the internet? Yeah, just say it out loud. One, social? Two, Do you have a social? What? I just said he's... I'm just asking. I don't him. want to blast him. Hey, yeah, Cody's just asked. Tell us off air, and then we'll send him... Oh, yeah. and then we'll send him a care package. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, ben maybe Bran- I'll sign up for ben, a couple credit cards. Ben Branscombe. Yeah. Now, is that Branscombe, like C-O-M-B? Because uh, that's how I spelled it on the Branscombe, rundown. Branscombe, C-U-M. Okay. Ooh, well, I know. spelled Naughty. it wrong. Gross. Don't say that. Gross. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so I, I spelled it wrong on the rundown, but that's good. We're just gonna have to deal with that. So yeah. I don't know anything about this cat, especially not to spell his name. Right. Sorry, Ben. Even right. his name spelling, I had no idea. I put two N's in Ben, so we're not even close. Two what do we know? N's in yeah. Ben, and also what a W. What, what an and idiot. a W in Ben. What is yeah. wrong? Where is it? Who knows? Bwen. Bwen. Bwen Bwanscom. Bwen Bwanscom. All right. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry, Cody. All right. Uh, what do we know about this cat? Okay, well, I just told you he's into racing. Mm-hmm. He's an eye racer. Yep. But is eye racing just racing online? Yeah. No, you just look at things fast. It's, yeah, you just look at things really fast. You look it's from one racing. spot in the room to another spot in the room as fast as you yeah. can. Yeah, and, and whoever can look the fastest at the thing. Yeah. It's actually pretty That's cool. Who wins. Yeah, okay. Racing. Anyways, go ahead, Paul. Oh, but I did. I do have a hot tip. He brings his own keyboard to work. Brings like his a own keyboard to and work. And it's, it's RGB backlit. RGB keyboard. So, so, so you know he's a, a gamer. You know he's a gamer. It's obviously a super fast keyboard because mm-hmm. it has all those lights on it. Is it mechanical? Does it make the satisfying yeah, it, it clickies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's, Good. it's nice high keys. But... He's just showing off with that yeah. bad boy. Oh, he's yeah. just got he's gotta make sure everyone knows he's got the goods with a badass keyboard like that. Oh yeah, it's it's nice, but it's old. Oh I've noticed I've noticed T-H-X. it's old. Every time I have to go and clickety clack on those keys, mm-hmm. I notice the letters are worn off and me being an old fart, mm-hmm. I'm used to typewriters. <laughs> 
Nice. Um, you know, so I'm always, I need to look sometimes down at what I'm you know typing. What? Here's I'm a, not a big home keys person. Uh-huh. So when I look down at his keyboard, when I'm helping him on his computer, those keys are worn off because he's just typing right. so fast and on that. Paul, Paul too dumb to I remember. Just, I just and I'm a, too dumb to remember because mm-hmm. my old man brain. Mm-hmm. And just, so I'm like, crap, what, where's that letter? Mm-hmm. So I think... I just cool. had a brain blast. Okay. Say what you want to say, but then I just had a brain Well, I was just going to say, cool, let's... He, he needs a keyboard. He needs a new keyboard. Even better. Okay. Y'all are going to freak. Y'all are going to freak out when you hear this idea. You said the keys are worn out? Yeah. Which keys are they? I don't know. We can figure out what... Hold on. I don't know what keys no, 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 they no, no, are, no, no, Noah, because no. they're worn off. The letters are worn fi- Well, if, you'd not, if you paid any more attention... You could have figured out what keys are worn off, and you could figure out if he's going to like. How are you going to tell which ones they are if the letters worn off on it? Process of elimination. You, you hold a keyboard above it and look, make comparisons yeah, right. to it. Oh, yeah. But you could have told us like if the B, U, I, L, and D keys are worn off. We're gonna send that motherfucker to build a bear workshop. Oh, yeah. See, Whoa. if you just knew Holy the keys. Shit. If you just knew what keys were worn then that's off, that's what we he's know the what most he's interested. In. We're basically getting his metadata at that point. Oh. Yeah. If you'd remember the keys, we'd have his metadata right now in our hands. Are we thinking it is Build a Bear Workshop? I think it might be. You think ben, it may have been the B key? Ben I know. I'm pretty he's sure going it's to build a bear. B. And if it was worn out really hard, you know he's typing it first, so you know it's Build a Bear. And bear, Build a Bear has two Bs in it. <laughs> I True. almost said Bend a Bear, but that bend sounds bear. bad. All right. Build a Bear Workshop. What does he like hobby-wise? Maybe the Build-A-Bear has a keyboard. <gasps> or it likes driving. Or or driving. Yeah. I-Racing. It's an I-Racing Build-A-Bear. A Build-A-Bear wearing like a Formula One helmet. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. And I don't know who his favorite driver is, though. Well, who cares? He can like build a, it his own way. No, oh, that's make it true. like a white like helmet. Like a gift card to oh, Build-A-Bear. Yeah. No, I'd say so make a white make... helmet with a white suit, and he can just paint on whatever he wants. Yeah, like oh, how Build-A-Bear yeah. works. I don't want to send him over there with no suit, because if you go... With just here's a gift card. He's he might build like a dragon bear, and that's not really a gift. That's just he got to do his own thing. I yeah. want to sit. But what kinda, if he's interested in dragons? Then, wait, we're not even giving him a gift. Yeah, we're sending him to build a bear. Workshop. We're just trying to get him to go to build. Noah a bear. forgot how ad. I work. forgot how the ad works. Okay. <laughs> we don't give him a present. Okay, I think we're fine then. Build a bear. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're not. They've got all your favorite things like racing gear and keyboards at yeah. Build a Bear. You can make whatever kind of bear you want. It can mm-hmm. be a gamer or a racer. Or a dragon. Yeah. It just go to build a bear. Yeah. Hey kids, do you like build a bear workshop? Well, what if you're an adult who likes to build their own bear? Build a bear after dark. Build a bear after dark. Oh. A real ad I saw, and I don't understand what it means. Please tell me, build a bear. <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> All right. I don't get it. All right, Ben, go to build a bear workshop. Use our offer code. Uh, Paul will tell you privately. Yeah, he'll whisper what it in the your code ear. is because we do have one. Yeah, obviously, yes. we can't say because well, it it's just for him. Right, it's it's exclusively for our targeted ad person. Yeah, yes. so we'll tell him. Yeah. to the side what it is, and he'll go there and buy that. And then next week at Formula One F One Side Pod, sponsored by Build a Bear. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. coming. I'll yeah. be and by if, the phones waiting. And if Build a Bear or anybody else actually does want to sponsor us, F One Side Pod at gmail.com. I'm going to be right by the phone if you want to call our number too. Yeah, and please tell me what Build a Bear After Dark means. I'm <laughs> so curious what it means. All right, let's All right, go. Welcome back. That was a solid break. We're going to make so much money off of that. I can't uh, wait. I'm, I'm making room in my wallet now for the money. Good. 
Good. Uh, so, looking ahead to next week, mm-hmm. two weekends in a row. Mm-hmm. Love it. We got Monaco, the Kentucky Derby of F1, as I've described it to people. That's a good fair point. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Nice. Thank That's you. It's Monaco doing that. National Anthem. We need this. This yes. basically gives people like it's kind of like the overture in yeah. old movies. It this also sets the tone like for the. For the film, so you know, oh, that's the bad guys' music. That's the good guys' music. Well, so. oh, we're gonna have yeah. a worldwide audience. I mean, it's nice to have yeah. the tracks national anthem going. You know, yeah, okay. So I like uh, it. Monaco has 19 turns, two DRS zones, and is known for being extremely difficult to pass in. And so, oh I'm my god, super tight, super I, tight I lanes. Hate this track so much when I'm playing F1 2021. So what I'll say about Free Monaco club. for me, and I think that it's probably generally the same for everyone, is that I get excited about the idea of Monaco. Yes. Is and it is it because you can actually bring your yacht to the track? Right. Yeah, it's not I just parked just, on concrete. I think it's just it's it's a very iconic race, and it's very like it's been it's a long running race, and. I, I, you know, it's got a lot of history to it, but it's so boring. It's kind of like, uh, what did they However call it? However you qualify, that's what you're probably going to finish yeah. unless you have a wreck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, you know, what you see at qualifying is going to be close to what you see on the track. Um, but it, it's nice to watch. I love watching it still, even though it is just, well, I think where it gets, I think where it gets you is the, the fact that it is so tight, not necessarily mm. for passing, but one little mistake. Oh my gosh. That, your car can be Every destroyed. time I yeah. play the game, mm-hmm. I make a minute thing and I'm pausing and restarting the race. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's just all destroyed. It's yeah. a high stress race. Yes. I think for less drivers. For, less for passing and more for just general making yeah, just, mistakes. I think less for passing and more just like, can I get through all these laps without crashing my car? Yeah. I think that like, Basically, what, what you're likely to see uh, next week is uh, Latifi taking out the top contender. Right, of course. <laughs> what you're likely to see next week is these teams that are super strong on qualifying but kind of lose ground during the race are probably going to have a stronger race than usual because it is so hard to pass. The lanes are super narrow. Uh, it's really tight in there. Like it's you know it's just a really hard race for a driver. Um, that hairpin right there in the middle is freaking crazy the, yeah they expect those big those long ass cars to make that anymore right yeah so it's not a super aggressive track it's you know you'll it, it'll be a mostly boring race but these teams hopefully that it's getting better strong are probably gonna <clears throat> yeah, yeah didn't you have didn't you read something about this track like yeah so they're it, not gonna get grandfathered in anymore yeah or so essentially from the way i understood it um and if i'm wrong tweet at us f1 side dash pod um but uh or basically, call noah but basically they used to be grandfathered in to where they didn't have to pay the track fees that these newer places are having to pay. Um, but they're kind of undoing that and they're just any other track now. They're not getting the, you know, the history that does go with them just kind of given to them anymore and given special treatment. So there's that. And then there's also the kind of threats of like, Hey, you're not producing good racing because nobody can pass, right. make some changes so that we can keep you on the calendar and continue to, you know, get that history while we're there. But also, we don't have a fucking snooze house race. Yeah, make a good, make a good street tr- track like Azerbaijan. Yeah, I have love better that streets. 
Yeah, just have, just have better, better streets. streets. Yeah, why do your streets suck? Yeah. Yeah. It's because they got small cars over there. Yeah, they're all Ferraris. But uh, yeah. and and half of half of the grid lives there, right? Uh, yeah, they just gotta wake up the morning. Quality yeah. just like roll down the street to yeah. the racetrack. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they. I mean, not this year. There's not really any changes, but hopefully, there it's coming and and they can make the racing a little bit better. But yeah, it's yeah, one it, of those. It's, it's more like of, it's almost like a bittersweet thing too, though. It's like you like the historic track layout. I th- I'm surprised there's not a ton of backlash on that, honestly, like that they're wanting them to change that. But two, it's like you do want that track to be more exciting. Yeah, you want it, you still mm-hmm. want it to be fun to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like I said, I like what Noah said. I like the Monaco like feel and like the his- history by it. But honestly, as a viewer, I hate watching this race. Yeah, yeah I think that's how most people feel. And that's why that's why there's not as much of a backlash around it is because most people feel that way. They're like, yeah. yeah, I'm tired of watching this boring race where it's essentially just watch qualifying and then. Yeah. And then that's going to be. Yeah. And then pick a couple drivers to change positions and say that somebody's going to crash, you know. Yeah. Um, but off of that, how how do we think this is going to how do we think this is going to go down? Oh, any any predictiones? Um, who wants to, should I go first? I'll lead it off. I feel like I never lead it off and I always end up then feeling bad about my picks. <laughs> so I'm going to say home race. Leclerc comes back and wins this baby because mm. it's always good. It's always heartwarming to win a home race being a monogast driver and everything. I'm going to say Verstappen P2, especially if they can't get that DRS thing figured out. Not that that really matters. He's not going to be passing anybody anyways. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Sergio Perez, P3. I'm going to go George Russell, P4. And I'm going to go Lewis Hamilton, P5. I'm going to say Carlos Sainz slips up. Paul's throwing up over here. I'm saying Carlos Sainz slips. I feel like Carlos has been pushing, like, like Leclerc did last year, honestly, and it happened at Monaco. He's pushing so hard to catch up with his teammate and to catch up with everybody else Mm -hmm. that he'll end up having one of those slips. Or maybe he's leading the race and Latifi just comes and takes him out, returning to his blue (laughs) shell. Yeah, maybe he'll be like lapping Latifi. Yeah, and Latifi just dive bombs into the side of him. Who knows? But uh, yeah, so those are are my predictions. So what are they again? It's it's Leclerc, Verstappen, uh, Perez, Russell, Hamilton. Okay, I've got mine. Are you ready? I'm ready. So give it to me. Based, I'm gonna base this off what I said about like qualifying results, and basically what I'm gonna do. I so other than one driver, there's one driver who I think has made uh, quite a few errors this time, and I think that Monaco can be a little less forgiving about errors. So Carlos Sainz has had several like runoffs and things this yeah. season that have kind of cost some oopsie daisies mm-hmm. or poopsies so mm-hmm. i'm i what i was gonna say originally is a little too boring so i'm gonna use that to kind of switch it up but i say charles leclerc number one max Verstappen number two then i say george russell p3 mm-hmm. sergio Perez p4 whoa and lewis hamilton no carl signs p5 thank you okay so you've got the top drivers on the top three teams one two three yes mm-hmm Leclerc, and, Verstappen, Russell. But I think that 
I think that uh, right. I, basically, what I'm basing this off of is what I, I basically looked at qualifying for the Spanish Grand Prix because the tracks I think are like other than being like way tired in a street race. I think the tracks are similar in build. <laughs> Paul's grunt says no. I know there's like a lot of there's a lot of elevation change though yes. in Monaco. So I think that actually is the big it's and not just about shape. So tight. Yeah. Tight, tight, tight. I know about the tight I know that is way different. Yeah. But and narrow. Like narrow, as tight corners. Ugh. Far as like DRS zones and number of turns and stuff, they're similar in that. But there are a lot of elevation changes in Monaco. And still, I'm sticking with what I said. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Fine, Noah. Okay. I'm doing it. You be you. All right, Paul. Okay. This is what I'm going for. All right. This is about to be crazy. Everybody get ready. It's Hold a, on. It's going to get crazy. I can't wrap my head around it. Verstappen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Leclerc. Whoa. Perez. Oh, my God. Georgie boy. Mercedes number one driver. Number one driver, Mercedes. And just because, and, and this is all because of last season, I'm going Danny Rick five. What? What do you mean last season? Because last season. I know season, last season he won he Monaco. Monaco. No, that yeah. wasn't last season. Was it not? No, that was 2018. That was when he was still with Red Bull. Was it? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. Who won last year? Last year, Max Verstappen won. Oh, yeah. Well, but if you want, to, here's saying if you want to go with McLaren, Norris finished P3. I'm last still. Year. I'm no. Fuck it. I'm do, still doing Danny Rick. Okay. okay. Ballsy for one point. <laughs> yeah, damn yep. man. All right. Wow. I thought about it. I thought about it, but then Why I remember. I think that he did. He won that last you year. You got old man brain. You can't remember what dates. I, yeah, are I anymore. guess so. Yeah, he did win. Like he did win years. before. At one point. Yeah. At one point, he won. It was it. only four years ago. You remember ago. that Jesus. like it was yesterday. Yeah. Right. Pa. Well, it, to be fair, he just rewatched that season of Drive to Survive. So mm-hmm. it's like it was yesterday. Yeah, with him wearing a blue suit instead yeah. of a. He's, been, he's only been with two other teams since then. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. All right. So who's our. That's our predictions. Who's our dark horse <laughs> driver? Wait, did you say dark horse? Wait, what? <gasps> Here he comes. Dark horse driver. Oh my god. Oh man, that's scary. I shit my pants. Every time it scares me. I don't remember that we do that, and then it comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Anyway, who's our dark horse? I I I could go first on this one. Yeah. Okay. I think it's mother trucking Mick Schumacher. Okay. 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 I think he had his first uh his first Q three. And I think he's just going to keep going up, baby. I think he's going to have a solid race next week. I think he's going to get points, and that makes him my dark horse driver. I think he's going to finish in points next week. Put it on a poster or a stamp or something. Mail it to Noah's house. His address is. Yeah. Yeah. Put your bets on it that he gets points, and I'll cover it if you lose. That's okay. Not, it, this, excuse me. This is a legal disclaimer. We had to edit into the podcast. This actually uh, indicates that no will not cover any bets that are made about Michael uh, Mick Schumacher during uh, the Monica Grand Prix in 2022. Thank you. All right, and back to the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'll go next. And since I I had someone else chosen for this mm-hmm. dark horse initially, but now I've kind of 
painted myself into a corner. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of my original pick... Did I paint you into a corner? No, no, no. no I painted, painted myself in yeah. big time. I got it. Big yeah. time. And so... <laughs> I think I know who you're referring to now. Yeah, yeah Kevin Magnuson. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Was my original Dark Horse until I painted myself into a corner. Mm-hmm. So now it has to be Danny Ricardo. Now it basically has to be. Because if he gets third, if what'd you say, third or fourth place? Fifth. No, fifth. fifth. If okay. he gets fifth. If he gets fifth it's place. It's unreasonable. It's impossible that it's he's not, not Dark Horse driver. Oh, you're right. If he right, gets right. fifth. Yeah. I think that's fair. And you have to do it. Oh, I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my dark horse driver. Now, question: Do I go directly against my predictions, uh-huh. or do I go with my predictions? Answer: With with my predictions. Okay, my dark horse driver is Lando Norris. He finished P three oh, last year. Hay fever boy. Yeah, he's gonna get. He's gonna come back from hay fever recover. so strong. He's gonna have stronger muscles. You know what they say? After you have hay fever, you're as strong as a bale of hay. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and after you have tonsillitis, you're just so happy you're after strong all that ice cream. A, you're, you're strong all, as a tonsil. Yeah. No, you're all hopped up on all that ice cream. Yeah, yeah. that you're such a happy boy, you drive better. Yeah. Yeah, that's I what think they that's say. Fair. He's gonna have a stronger race next week. Right. He's not gonna be deathly ill. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he finished P three last year, so I mean, he likes the track. I mean, driver. I, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know that the drivers actually even like this track. I feel like it'd be. I they mean, say they of, like it. All of them are nerve-wracking. I think I saw something uh, Friday on uh, Reddit of Verstappen's. This is that's is Verstappen's favorite track, mm. and I and I'm like, you're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> How? <how's> <laughs> you're <possible>? a liar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there you go. Dark horse drivers. Once again, we're not holding ourselves to anything. If we get it wrong, who cares? Except for Noah. He, um, we haven't. We haven't uh, put a disclaimer out, so he uh, has to pay. Yeah, I may end up. I may end up paying a lot of money to people unless we find a way to get a legal disclaimer in there somewhere back in the podcast. Well, we'll check with our uh, F one side pod lawyer attorney. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who's our attorney? What's his name, Paul? I Uh, can't remember his name. His name is Frank. It's Paul's ferret. Yep. Uh, Frank the ferret. Yeah. They call him Frank the ferret. We can't say we can't. But Cody, come over to the side for a second. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, Cody. um, We we can't say that. Lawyer's a ferret, or no one's gonna take it seriously. So we just say the name. That's his name, right? Oh, okay. Oh, he's an actual lawyer. Yes. Don't make us look like idiots, Cody. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Frank the ferret. That's what they call him. He's he not is, an actual ferret. No, he's, he's a real a, person. He's a real ball buster. Yeah, he'll bust your balls. Yeah, but also his speaking. balls got busted a few years ago. That's why he's really high. Legally voice. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's a nut. You don't want to mess with him. Yeah. If you're a snake, like illegally, you're a snake. Mm-hmm. He's a ferret. Yeah, he'll get you. He'll get you. get you. Yep. Anyways, stat of the week. <laughs> I actually don't have a stat of the week. <laughs> I like numbers. Good thing I do, because I oh, like numbers. thank God. Thank Cody. I couldn't find anything that just drew my eye. Well, I mean, you should. He's your favorite driver. Yeah. Mick Schumacher got into Q3. I mentioned this first earlier. For the first time that, ever. That's why he was going to be my at the my track. Warrior. At the track where I believe his father and Lewis Hamilton are tied for the most victories by a single driver. Oh. Now that track looks, or that track, that stat looks way juicier to me, and I don't know why, even though I said it out loud, that I didn't pick that one. Yeah. That's a juicy, juicy stat. So juicy. It's pretty good stat. That's such a succulent stat. I'll feast on that for the rest of the week. Yeah. Can I say a quick stat? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Latifi has not made it past Q1. 
he's the only driver this season that has not made it past Q1. Continue. That's a good stat, too. I won't feast on that one you as much. What? It's bones. It I like feasting on it. I think it's <laughs> he's going to be so upset that he's going to just run into whoever, anybody who tries to lap him next week. <laughs> right. Hey, he's been he's pretty so good much. about that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gotten only, better yeah, about he's staying gotten, on track. He's gotten better. Driving yeah. a car that he's paid to do. All that stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, just... Just keep an eye out. He may be our dark horse driver one day. Yeah, I mean, he's know. definitely going to affect things, but yeah. No. Dark horse. Dark horse. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's uh, stat of the week. That's our predictions. That's Monaco, baby. Can't wait. Hopefully, Here it comes. Hopefully it's a good race. Hopefully, uh, you know, it's not just a processional. And uh, yeah, so uh, I think we're about to get out of here call this a podcast well don't forget to follow us on social media follow us on social media at f1 side dash pod on twitter and leave a, review, leave a review paul what's this week's reviews about what do we want people writing about us um lollipops about all the lollipop flavors we remind you of cherry cherry we're we're cherry blueberry right about it yep and uh so you can catch us next week after the monaco grand prix uh and uh yeah i've been cody and i've been noah and i've been paul see you guys later